Okay, we're... Rob and I are walking along um, in the park. East Park, this bit is, is I think, isn't it? And... Um, starting to get a bit dark, but it's dry. Yeah. And we've been talking about any number of things. And we were talking about, weren't we, Rob, about... Um, Romans 8 yes and Galatians 5:25 about walking in the spirit yeah which has been quite a, a subject that I keep going back to a lot and whether Romans 8:1 was speaking to Christians and non-Christians and we agreed that it's quite clear in that first verse that he's speaking to those in Christ Jesus believers yeah and saying that there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus and we were talking about weren't we that some of the Bible versions miss out half of verse 1 don't they yeah. and um, we settled um, mainly because I, I brought it up that it, it's quite clear that um, that we live in the spirit it's quite clear that we don't walk in the flesh yes in the sense say in the sense that sort of puts doubt on it because we're righteous that's that's what we concluded wasn't it because yeah. we're righteous yes. all the time because our spirit is righteous we are in right standing with father all the time even when we do stuff that we ought not to do you know whether it be shout <laughs> whether it be blaspheming at the dog yeah. or um, having an argument with our wives or our husbands yeah. and, um, or our partners, as is the way these days. Yeah. Um, and just really... And I think what you and I had touched on was that it's so important to settle it yeah. in your heart. Yeah. Until you settle it in your heart, there will remain doubt. Yes. You've, you've got to settle it. Yes. But Galatians 5.25 quite clearly says that if we live in the Spirit, let us walk in the Spirit. So there is an element where we have to choose to, be, to, to, to walk in the Spirit. And, and, we'll, and we know the evidence of walking in the Spirit through the fruit which Galatians 5.22 and 23 I think it is yeah. um, describe what the fruit of the spirit is which is joy and peace and, and all the other stuff so if that's evident in our lives then it is a demonstration that we're walking in the spirit I did think though um, that there are non-Christians who seem to be joyful yeah. seem to be yeah comfortable yeah I think there's a difference though isn't there well it's the peace the world gives yes it's the peace the world gives exactly it's not the best peace no there is a peace that the world gives and you know what it is it's based on circumstances yes it is so yeah. if, they're, if they're happy if their life is good yeah they have peace yeah throwing throwing a curveball yes yes simple as that but that's, that's it it's as simple as that isn't it then we we do it the is even if there's a horrendous things going on yes we have a peace of god we we should hold on to that peace yeah i think as paul says i've learned to be um yeah. at rest in it or at peace in all circumstances this yeah. is it all yeah. peace I, I have moments where i forget yeah, the, I the word well, content, i've learned to be at, it's content in all circumstances yeah I, I, i've learned to be at content or I learnt to be at rest wow. in all circumstances it's the same, same, thing. same thing in other words he's learnt that his father is in control yeah. and whatever is happening that might seem well, well not seem but is uncomfortable yeah. like being shipwrecked yeah. or stoned yeah, right. or arrested yeah. um, doesn't alter our relationship with father and that ultimately we're going to a better place. So it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm always impressed by people that, you know, are on the verge of being, you know, for example, in, in the war, you know, if, if you've been caught and, um, and put up against a wall to be shot, how some 
are portrayed to be sort of accepted their fate and I think of how I would react in that situation and when you're born again to know that death is facing you but know ultimately what you're going into there must be a peace yeah obviously you're not looking forward to the the pain however long it goes on for but you know that ultimately you're going into a better place so that's why it's so vitally important that you're secure in your salvation and how yeah. you have your salvation, i.e. not through good works, but through what Jesus Christ did for you on the cross. Yeah? yeah. Well, he, Jesus managed to go through all of that stuff and not once, I know he had the, the kind of so-called doubt in the garden, I accept that, but he went through the whole thing, body being ripped to pieces and never quit. Yep. Uh, you know, did he feel the pain? Did he feel? Uh, that's another matter, I suppose. But the point being, he didn't live. He didn't. Paul said, "I have no confidence in the flesh." Yes. I read that this morning. Yeah. And that that is a massive thing for us as Christians. Linked into what you're saying about Romans eight one. Do we walk by the flesh? Do we walk by our soul? Do we walk by our emotions? We know we shouldn't, but we still we do at times. We need to re- renew our minds. But that's a bit. That's that's massive. Yeah. For me, this is the for me personally, this is the biggest thing at the moment. Is Am I living by what I see or by what I don't see? Yeah. Am I living by what I feel, I touch? Am I living by my bank account? Or am I, am I living by faith? Or am I living by faith? Yeah. It's, it's, it's exactly that. There is no, yeah. there is no middle ground. No. You are living like that out of your soul or you're living by faith. Faith is the key to breakthrough. Yeah. It, it, you know, but you've got to use it. Well, you it's know, the key it's to like, accessing everything that yeah, God has provided, yes. isn't it? But if you don't, you know, you might have the key, but if you leave it in your pockets, then it's a waste of time. If you're actually putting that key in the door and unlocking the door, then you're able to go through into whatever blessing that Father has for you. And I think, and and there's another another example, um, that knowing that your Father doesn't force you into going into tests and trials to teach you something that your father our father wants to bless us not harm us to give her a a hope and a future Jeremiah 29 verse 11 and and that's that's exactly what he wants to do that all the stuff that we go through has got it has not been engineered by father he will use it and turn it around for good. Yeah. He will yeah, ultimately. Yep. Yeah. But what we need to do is once you identify that and understand it, then when you have tough situations, you then aren't passive. True. <laughs> because if yeah. you think it's God doing it, then of yeah. course you're just going to accept yeah. it. Yeah, good point. Yeah. But if, if you understand God's nature, yes. he's good all the time, all the time he is good, that is his nature, then you can identify when it's not of God and then you can change 4-7, yeah. submit to God, yeah. resist the devil yeah. and he'll flee from you. Yeah, yeah. Simple. Yep. <laughs> simple to, to talk about. It's not so simple to do. And no. the in, interesting thing is that the flesh is weak. Yeah. The spirit is willing. There you go. Yeah. But the no, flesh no. is weak. Yeah. Which way should we go, yeah? The flesh is weak. Yeah. And therefore it will fight against the spirit. Well, do you remember Paul talked about how he would almost I don't know what the right word is, but he would batter his flesh. Or <laughs> well, well, certainly for sure he put less emphasis on what he felt, what he in his body, what he felt, you know, um, and he put 100% emphasis. I was reading Philippians today, and he put 100% emphasis on the afterlife, on what happens when he dies. In fact, he was looking, you know, the scriptures say that that bodily resurrection that we'll have comes at the rapture. Rapture or second coming? Second coming, yeah. Second coming. Mm. And so Paul, when he was looking at that and excited about, yeah, I'm getting a new body, he was not just looking for, that wasn't just death, he was looking past that, like yes. billions of years or, I don't know, how many however years it was. Long it takes, yeah. However long it takes. So, Paul, so, I mean, for me, having that eternal 
perspective, that that's how yes. you get over and get yes. through these situations. Yes. That's true. It's by not setting it on now. It is just but for a moment. It's but for a moment, yeah. exactly. Two Corinthians four, seventeen and eighteen. That's yeah. how he did it. You don't set your sights on on this. Boy, that's the challenge, isn't it? Yeah. How do you not set your well, I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> how you not set your sights on this. But this lies. Well, I think this isn't, the rea- this isn't reality. My, my no. old pastor used to say, "It's reality with a little r." Of a what? It's reality with a little r. With a little r, right? The okay. kingdom is reality of a big yeah, r. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, um, we just thought we'd, ha- we'd we'd go live, if you like, and just we're just talking. We're not on a particular subject. We just, as the Holy Spirit reveals to us, and that, that, that's not us trying to be ultra spiritual. It's, it's us trying, not trying, wanting to hear what God is saying because we know that God is talk, wants to talk to us all the time. He's yeah. talking to us all the time. Yeah. It's whether we're actually listening or our, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit like <laughs> in the sitting room. <laughs> I could be watching the television and everyone's yeah. talking to me. Yeah. I have a choice to make. True. <laughs> this is true. And you listen to what? <laughs> 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 oh dear. Right. It's the same thing though, isn't it? It is the same thing, yeah. What do you, where do you put your attention? It's what, again, what Paul said, it's yep. Colossians 3, 1 and 3. Where do you centre your affections on? And he said, this is amazing, he said, Set your affection on the, on the things above, for I, uh, you know, I, I am dead and my life is hid with Christ in God. That's what he said. My life is hid with Christ in God. Yeah. So everything, because he had eternal life yeah. in him, as we do. Yeah. Everything, everything revolved around that, because he lived life by the Spirit. It all comes. It's back not to I that. who lives; it's Christ who lives Absolutely. in me. Absolutely. That that is everything. It's like a hundred percent that, zero percent flesh, zero percent this. What when you when you you read that though you think I, I don't know if you I'm sure most people think this you think oh yeah right yeah it's not I that live it's Christ that lives in me and yet you know you know you're alive yeah. you know what you're thinking you know what you're going through yeah and yet we've talked about this before the reality is the spiritual world absolutely not the physical world absolutely right and that turns around everything on its head, doesn't it? Oh, and we, we have to, if we want to, God's been really impressing it on my heart recently. If we want to be the sorts of people, as we should be, who want to achieve things for God, if we can put it that way, we have to have that approach. We have to be 100%, if we're not there already, in our minds, that is, 100%, life is about, living now is about by the Spirit. Yeah. Zero percent about this life. Yeah. This what we feel with our feet as we walk along here. What we think in our unrenewed mind. What yep. we feel in our emotions. What our body says to us. It's going. Oh man, I'm exhausted. And I've got a pain here and a pain there. <laughs> so what? Don't matter. You're healed by stripes. <laughs> I mean that. No, seriously. I mean that's how. Yes. That's how Jesus rolled. That's how Paul functioned. I mean Paul got beat up, left for dead, and then next day they came and his disciples came over and stood next to him and he stood up. Well, did, did, did Jesus ever say, oh, I'm feeling tired? <laughs> did it's, not, he? it's not recorded. Or, no. or my joints are, no. are creaking a bit this morning. Yeah. He yeah. didn't, did he? No. Well, I'm, I'm sure he didn't, because that's no. not life, that's death. No, no, no. He didn't think it. I don't didn't think he thought it. it. No. I don't know. His body wouldn't have done it, because I, I don't think, I don't know. Who knows? But for sure, he was never, he was never sick. He, he certainly, I don't know whether it's anguish, but obviously the fact that he, you know, he went into the Garden of Gethsemane and he, you know, he, he toiled with what was about to happen. Yeah. Yeah? And As would you or I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah. Um, but he knew, of course, we, 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 wouldn't, we don't know what's ahead of us in one sense. Yeah. He knew fully what yeah. he was going yeah. to have to suffer. Yeah, true. And... Um, but my, my point is that he identified with that and there was the flesh, because he was a man, yeah. that was saying quite clearly, in a distant way perhaps, I don't really want to go, yeah. I don't really want to do this, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. your will be done. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's what he says, isn't it? Well, the flesh is the flesh is weak, but the spirit is yes. willing. No, yeah. Willing. So, and as as we know, he, we have never been. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not tormented. We've never been persecuted. Not even persecuted. You know, when 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 sins thrown at you or temptation, you've never been oh. tempted. He's been tempted in all ways that we have. Yeah. So he, these yeah. things that we're talking about, he identifies with. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. it's not that he hasn't been tempted by all these different things. You know, thoughts of you know, I, I don't really want to um, to be nailed to the cross. Wow. But so he was, you know, and of course the enemy would have said, "Do you really want to do this? This is." You know, what are you, a yeah. masochist or something? Yeah. And and yeah. he and he's he said, Not my will, but your will, Father. Yeah. So he identifies with all that we go through. I was thinking about that. Um I don't know why I was thinking it. I suppose I was thinking about you know the LGBT whatever it's called. I'll never get those initials right. Yeah. You know, the community and what She came round that corner quick, didn't she? What, um... He's been tempted yeah. by that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Homosexuality. Oh. Wow. Never thought about it before. Yeah, well, he has, though, hasn't he? Otherwise, the homosexuals would say, well, you know, you don't... You can't relate to me because... Oh, I see. Wow. Yeah. Yes, he can. He's had that thrown at him. Yeah. Well, have you seen Obviously there's a new film? It. Have you seen that? I know, yeah. I know. On Netflix, yeah? Yeah. That's... I don't know what to think about that. It's, just... it's appalling, really. Well, really. It's, a... it's more than appalling. It's, a... it's awful. And yet, Father just. He, but forgives. He's, look, he's looking at what's going on in the world and the reality is that what they're doing was paid for at Calvary. Yeah. Yeah, no matter. Father is no longer angry with them. No. We get angry with them. True. Father is no longer angry with them because his son paid the price for them. Yeah. Now, that ultimately, if they don't receive Jesus as their Lord and Saviour, yeah. they're going to hell. Yeah. But at this moment in time, God is not angry no. with them. Well, the Bible says that he, that, that certainly Paul would let these people go off and do their own thing. Yeah. So that's what, that's the... I don't know, in inverted commas, the price. Yeah. In this, in this world. Yep. I mean, they tried, obviously. But if they come to that decision, people, and not just homosexuals, but anyone who would want to live a lifestyle like that. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you can't, that's you, just one small example. Yeah. It's, you know, how, how much adultery is going on in this world right at this very yeah. moment? Yeah. I mean, gosh... Even people thinking about it is adultery. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and sobering. <laughs> and Father, Father watches that happening all yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. And that is, that's love, isn't it? To be able to know all of that. I mean, we don't know it all. As in, we don't hear all those conversations. And yet God hears all those conversations, you know, a billion at a time. Yeah. And yet... Because of what Jesus did, he is honoured, yeah. duty-bound to love these people yeah. because of what his son did. This touches on the righteousness thing that you and I have been focusing on in yeah. recent months. Because I was thinking, and I, I'm sure the Holy Spirit has, has brought this to my mind, is that what I've just said there, Father is looking and seeing all these things going on. He doesn't see it in born-again believers. Yeah. Because when he looks at born-again believers, yeah. he only it. sees the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Because if he saw 
anything else, those people would not be in relationship with him. Yes. Because sin would be a barrier. Yeah. So it's only that it's only the people that are not born again. True. Where he sees that. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's quite. That is amazing. That's amazing. That, that's that's spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's deep. <laughs> of course, you know the argument always is, ah, oh, no, you're just trying to find a a way out so that yeah. you can go back to how you used to be. Not that I used to be like that. No. No, well, I did when I, I. To be fair, I did when I was a when I was in the army. Um, you know, that was just the way of life. I mean, it was just. Yeah peer pressure isn't it you know you get yeah. caught up in this is accepted way of doing stuff you'd get drunk you'd have one night stands you know you'd know any number of things because yeah. I didn't know any better no. I think that's that's an interesting observation that did I know better I suspect that I did you know I think I knew I knew that 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 was not a good yeah. choice to make but yeah. I, I chose to go that way because I fitted in much more easily with my friends and up to a point I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I didn't enjoy no. getting drunk much. Certainly no, afterwards I didn't enjoy it. I, might, I did it a lot. Yeah, right, it. well... So why... It's for a season. <laughs> yeah. Anyway... The point is that with Father, he only sees the righteousness of Jesus Christ in born-again believers. That is, yeah. that is really a, an astonishing fact. And when we succumb to the flesh, yeah. our relationship with Father is not affected because our spirit is perfect and is sealed by the Holy Spirit. But there are repercussions yeah. for us yeah. in the stuff that we do that we ought not to do. Yeah. You know, as I was touching on this morning, that obviously if you commit adultery, the chances are you're going to get found out. And, you know, it's going to, it's going to harm your relationship with your spouse. It's going to harm your relationship with your children, if you have any. It's, it's going to harm your relationship with your friends. Oh, there, there's no, there's no positive to it. I don't know No, there is none. There's not one positive because it's not God's idea. No, no. There, I mean, God's idea. There's always positives to God. No negatives. Always positives to yep. God's ideas. God's yep. plans, aren't there? Yeah. As soon as we start deviating, it gets more and more negative, more and more yes. debased, yes. isn't it? More and more. Uh, yeah, well, look. Well, you, you know, you know. Yourself. I mean, I've I've touched on drugs when I was in the army. Yeah. But you know, it it's a slippery slope, isn't it? You start yeah. off by smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And then you get into more heavy stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't go that far, but I I hear a lot of stories where people get caught up in heroin, and we were talking to Nigel, who yeah. was caught up in heroin the other day. Yeah. And and a, and and it, and it just gets worse, and you and it. And you become reliant upon it, yeah. so that it's your life. And again, it all comes back. All, all of this conversation could be summed up in flesh v spirit. Yes, it is. All, all of it. Yes. From the start, I know we've gone off in a little direction, yeah. but you could pull it all back into flesh versus spirit. Living by what we don't see, but what we do see. Yeah. Living, living by faith or living by fear. You know, live by love or do we live by? hate do we live by our body does it our body saying don't do this don't mm. do this do do this do we respond to that well we have a choice don't we, we have a choice because yeah. <laughs> the bible says galatians you know, five twenty five. if you yeah. live by the spirit walk by the spirit yeah well we're, we're talking a lot because um as is often the way and i suppose in the winter months is the opportunities to speak to people are are less than they are normally um seen one or two people that we've walked past but we've never never felt inclined I think they're, they're too focused on going about their Christmas shopping aren't they uh, 
and I don't suppose that many people want to talk to two men in a dark park. <laughs> uh, looking a bit dodgy, talking to themselves. Speak for yourself. Yeah, true. <laughs> Where's your car, by the way? Uh, back that direction. Hang on, I'll go. Okay, well, we'll finish now because it's 25 minutes. Look forward to sharing some stuff in future podcasts. Bye. Hi, everybody. It's uh, Jeremy and Rob. We're in the Flying Aubergine Cafe. And um, we're meeting up before going into the parks. It's quite cold today, but it's lovely and sunny. And we're just meeting in the cafe to have a, a chat before we go out and have a have a drink. Yeah, it's good. So um, we were just what's the, what what would you call it? Catching up. Bantering, banter. I suppose a bit of banter. Yeah, a yeah. bit of banter. Jokes. We were laughing. <laughs> hey. Isn't that wonderful? No, who'd have thought it? <laughs> From Christians. Sense of humour. Goodness me. Yeah, it is real. No, there's that's not there's lots of Christians with sense of humour. But uh, but uh, but the point you started on was was a was an interesting one. It's made me think. We were talking about your daughter, weren't we, and how God's God's done something in her life which isn't overtly what we would call spiritual. As in it's not, well, yeah, no, it's he isn't healed no. her, you know, not like, not, not like that, but, but this particular thing, he has just done something for her out of his sheer kindness. And he's, because I've prayed, I've yeah. asked for his blessing upon my kids. Mm. Now I know that his blessing is upon my kids, but I'm just speaking it out, because they're my children, yeah. and yeah. he's interested in, he's particularly interested in my children because I'm his <laughs> yeah, child absolutely absolutely and, and when I ask for him to bless my children he doesn't say no they don't qualify sorry mate I'll bless you but yeah. not your children because yeah. they don't know me yet yeah. yeah but that's not true he wants to bless them he wants to show them at the moment they don't like with, with Lucy she doesn't yet um give him mm. the glory for it. Sure. But she will. Yeah. In time, just as yeah. we have when we yeah. look back on yeah. on things. Because and you, you said I remember you saying a few weeks ago that, you know, when we're not saved, it doesn't mean that we um, we become uh, immune to what God's doing because someone somewhere maybe you're praying for yeah. us. I mean you that said will. it yourself, you're your granny, didn't you? Was yeah, it your granny? yeah, friends of the family used to pray yeah, for me. Yeah, exactly. So if they're praying for you, then God's listening. Absolutely. And he, he's not saying to them, no, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah. answer that one because yeah, they're not saved. Exactly. He wants, he wants those, the unsaved saved, obviously. That's why he sent his son, Jesus Christ. Mm. So he, he, he wants to bless us through answering our prayer. It blesses yeah. me to know that yeah. Lucy's... Absolutely seeing breakthrough yes. in her business you know i mean and and i give him the glory i i i definitely um give him the glory because you know she's she started that business when she came from back from australia in february march time last year and um she's a she's a, a florist she doesn't have a shop she goes um, on a consultancy basis to businesses and, and things like that mm. and looks after their, their flowers and stuff and she come, you know she she decides to go to a um, an exhibition on weddings at the weekend in London and uh, through that she wins the prize for the um, a new business with the most potential going forward and before the exhibition started the organizers had seen already seen something in her because they asked her to do the flowers for the catwalk because they had, a, they had models modeling the, um, the wedding attire and, and she did all the flowers that they were holding bouquets obviously 
and all that stuff. And, and the main judge has a very vibrant Instagram account with over, I, I, I don't know the exact number, something like two and a half thousand followers. And um, based on weddings. And from that, I understand, if I understand correctly, she's had five job offers of people in Italy. Why Italy? I don't know. But so, so much has come from that. I mean, we went and helped her on the, on the Friday. You know, going into central London is never fun at the best of times. And um, we spent all day there help, helping her set up. And it was a real eye-opener to me of how much involvement there was in being a florist, you know? You think it's so simple. It's like photography, you think it's so simple. It isn't. It's nowhere near as simple as you think it is. No, I'm sure. And um, it was a real eye-opener for me. And it, it really... And it also showed me what a gift Lucy has mm. in that area. Right. You know, she's doing the job that she wants to do. Right. There aren't many people that are doing that. Mm -hmm. Now she used to be a photographer, she studied photography at university and, and she got a degree um, in it and she learnt how to produce because um, she became a, pr a producer for a, um, a, a photo agency that specialised in, model, in models fashion modelling and um, as I told you last week she she had to look after Kate Moss mm. and she went to a Caribbean island where they did all the photo shoots yeah. and she had to organise the the scenery and make sure the setting was right and then she had to look after Kate Moss make sure she was happy you know, so she had she learned through that how to how to get the, the scene, the setting right. And that's so important in, in, in flower arranging, you know? Yeah. And, and I just think, wow, she's she's just been blessed. Yeah. And, I, and I know it's God. And I know that many people will claim, no, that's not God, it's, it's just hard work and all yeah. the rest. And, but when you, when you know Father, when you know that he's given us the ability to create wealth, when you know that his favour is upon us as born-again Christians, mm. then, then you're able and more readily want to give him the glory. Yeah. You don't rest on your own genius yeah. <laughs> and cleverness. No, you know where it came from. Yeah. And you know that Father, Father opens doors. And, um, and it's, it's wonderful when you have that experience. And I know that it's not always like that. I appreciate that. We all go through tests. We're not tests. They're not tests. God does not test us. Mm. But they are tests. The, yes. the problems that occur yeah, through the world. Yeah. Um, but they're not tests from no, God. No, definitely not. And, um, but why would you? As a kind, loving father. Yeah. Why would you? Exactly. You, never, you never would, ever. I never, no. I've never given my son a test. No. In that sense. In that sense, no. You know, especially when you think he's, he, could, he could very badly fail. I mean, what? That, what, what? And, and I'm an earthly dad, so to yeah. speak. And God's a you know, perfect father. He wouldn't do that. No. Exactly. There's so. no, there's not, in the Greek, it's fascinating. It says when it talks about God and being good, in one particular place, it says, in, in the Greek, it's the Weist translation, it says there is not one particle of darkness in him. You know, mm. it's, it's not that yin-yang. No. You know, a little, bit of good, a little bit of good and loads of bad is the enemy. It's Whereas good God's, you know, all kind the of time. A little bit of God's a little bit of bad in him, but a big lot of good. It's not like that, is it? No. It's absolute darkness and light. Yep. You know, and it really is like that. And that's who we have on the inside, is light. Yep. Isn't it? Yeah. Wonderful truth. We've got to learn to let it out. And we've touched on this before, but this, this lesson is so important to understand the nature of God. Because once you understand that, once you settle yeah. in your psyche, in your yeah. mind, 
that God is good all the time, then when bad things come along, you don't blame God or give him the glory for a bad situation <laughs> because it will test your patience yeah. or or smooth out the rough edges. Yeah, make the path, <laughs> make, the, make the rough edges straight, make the, the rough path straight, yes. wouldn't it, you know? He's, he's not, that's not him. It's the world, no. it's, it's, it's people in the world, it's sin, yeah. wrong decision making by people yeah. Yeah. that we suffer from. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, the Blair deciding that we go to war on Iraq, you know, well not Iraq as such, but well on Iraq at the time, you know, because we're wanting to get rid of a tyrant and get rid of terrorists. But the outcome of that decision is that people die. Yeah. That's not God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's decisions made by man yeah. that affect certain people. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and, you know, just like the Twin Towers, you know, I mean, there's been many people that said, that, you know, it was it was God shaking the America, America, you know, because it was not, you know, too many are away from God, you know. What a load of rubbish! How would how would a father decide to kill three thousand people, whatever it was, yeah. in two towers, knowing full well that some of them are his children? Well, it oh just well, I'm killing you for the better good, because it will shake everybody else into being aware who I am. What a load of utter Yeah, garbage. it's awful. I mean, it's one of the worst things that we can think as Christians. Yes. And actually, it can only be, Jeremy, can't it? Surely, my logical, simple brain says, why it, it can only be that we're not reading the Bible. Because the, the answers are in the Bible, why these things happen. Maybe put it this way, that we're not believing the Bible. <laughs> it, yeah, many well, people read the well, Bible true, true. and they don't believe true. it I didn't even read it for many years and I, me, yeah well I didn't read it for 10 years and, but, and for many years I didn't believe all yeah, the, right. the word you didn't believe, would you I say chose you didn't? to believe what I wanted right. to believe of, of it of it yeah, yeah. okay I'm with you well didn't well, you uh, do you know what I don't actually remember what I did I don't, I don't remember I, my approach wasn't even that logical <laughs> there was no logic to it and, and what's the bad thing about that picking and choosing what, what bits do you pick and choose well it means that you're making a decision as to what is truth and what isn't and yeah. therefore some of what you pick up well all the bits that are true are obviously truth but the rest you're throwing away you're throwing away truth yeah. and you're believing a lie yeah. and, and, and the, the biggest one of the biggest lies is that God is still angry, that yeah. God is still judging the world, yeah. forgetting totally that he put his judgment on Jesus Christ yeah. instead of us. Yes. But Jesus had to take the punishment. Yeah. I mean, it's all there, we all know it, and yet we're, we, we know it, and then we, for, we conveniently forget yeah. it. I wonder, do you, do you think there's part of that is that we search so in inverted commas, deeply for answers because of these awful situations. We search for these really deep answers. And I mean, apparently that's what they did in the Holocaust, in the, in the camps, yeah. that they were so, I mean, it must have been horrendous, obviously. And so you search for these answers, as you yeah. would. Why? Why? Yeah. And in inverted commas, the only logical conclusion, again, logic being the, the word there, you know, the only logical conclusion you can draw is that it must be God. Yeah. I mean, why would you not think it's an enemy? Why, I mean, there was the enemy right in front of them. It was the, it was the, it was the, the Germans. But why, why would you not think it was the enemy? How would you, how do you, because I guess that's what the enemy does. He messes with your mind. Well, the, old, the classic, the classic counter is, well, if God is God, yeah, why true. didn't he intervene? True, that is. <laughs> and what would you say to that if someone asked you that? He gave us free will. Yeah. He, he has spiritual laws which he can't go against. Yeah. He's given us free will. Yeah. And that, but you know, the most, one of the most loving things that he did was give us free will. Yeah. Enabling us to, to decide on what we want to do with our lives. But it isn't love, is it? If, if I choose, if he makes me choose him, 
That's not love. That's it. I mean, I mean, this stuff is actually, when you break it down, it is actually super simple yeah. and super obvious, really. Yeah. It's just, I think people are so busy. They often don't t- take the time, no. do they, to, re- to maybe read the word and yeah. read, every, read every word, mm. read it slowly and ingest it and then get it out again somehow, you know, live it out. It, do you think as well, maybe it's that whole thing, you go to college, you learn how to be a bricklayer, but you never really learn to actually lay bricks. Well, that logic, that sorry, that what you've learned is just going to fall away, isn't it? Yeah. Until you employ it and actually Absolutely. do it, it would just lay dormant, yeah. I guess, a bit like a muscle that you don't work. Yep. So this stuff has to be lived. Yep. We have to grab hold of it. But you used the word, I think, before we went on air, and you, you said about rather than receiving what God's already provided, that's that's how we sort of understand it. Actually, it's not. It's taking it. Yeah, we take it. And that ties in completely with the Greek word lambano, which is translated many places receive. When you look at it, it actually means in its extreme end, I mean, here is receive, but the other end of the spectrum is aggressively take. That's that's the whole spectrum of that word. It's been translated receive on most occasions, but actually aggressively take is what it's originally meant to mean. And he taught, Paul says, you know, I have received not a spirit spirit of bondage again to fear, a spirit of adoption as a son crying out of a father. Well, that's that word, Lambano. And what, what's he really saying? He's saying, I haven't taken this, this awful spirit of bondage of fear. Instead, what I've taken, I've grabbed, I've made my own, is this spirit of adoption. Yes. I'm his son, I'll take that. And you have yeah. to be that aggressive, yeah. don't you, Jeremy? Yeah. Because otherwise, because the enemy's certainly aggressive, isn't well, it? Well, it's, it's, it's a bit like if my kids were at home. Yeah. And, uh, Lu- I mean, Lucy's a, a classic example. Um, because I, she comes home, she's the only one who lives in England. The others live abroad. And when she comes home, she'll go to the fridge and she'll ask me, can I have yeah. something? And I say, don't have to ask, yeah. take. Yeah. Because I'm your yeah. dad. Yeah. You know, what's Good mine point. is yours. You know? yeah. You're my daughter. Yeah. Of course you can have. Whatever yeah. you want, you have. Yeah. Take. Yeah. You don't need to ask yeah. me, Lucy. Yeah. 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 This is your home. So when, so when Jesus said, ask and you'll receive, ask and it'll be given to you, what he, I don't think necessarily what he was saying was, please, God, could I have that? I know we take that to be ask, don't we? Yeah. But actually, he wasn't saying that. I think he was saying, actually, there's a... Because he... I don't remember necessarily any occasions where he asked God... I remember him saying it at Lazarus, at Lazarus's tomb, he asked his father... Uh, but I think generally speaking he didn't go about going oh God should I heal this person please, please would you heal this person he did it because yes. the provision was already there yes. so asked was he asking God that's the key he, he was asking well, that's him the key. provision was already there and it's yeah, with, yeah. whether it's healing yeah. and I know that there are people listening to this who aren't seeing a manifestation of their healing mm. and they're wondering why well the first thing we have to settle in our minds is that God isn't the problem. Yeah. God has already provided healing for us yeah. on the cross. By yeah. His stripes, we are healed. Yeah. And so He isn't the problem. The problem is elsewhere. And we have faith. Often I get people asking me, Well, I, I've got faith. You know, I'm quite prepared to pray for people and and that's true mm. but there's unbelief at the same time and there yeah. there is the problem and, yeah. I, and I think often people don't really understand that they have unbelief but the reality is and I, and I don't want to keep focusing on healing because you know the, the provision that we're talking about is in every area of our lives yeah, absolutely. but in, in healing it's a simple case of we'll know if we've got unbelief at the same time because our first instinct will be where are the tablets? Yeah. Or, my, or our first instinct is let's make an appointment with the doctor. Or why hasn't it happened yet? Or why hasn't it happened yet? Yes. Why has it? Because it's, it's already happened. It's already happened. Yes. We're, looking at, we're looking at the physical Yes, the evidence that it's and, and because we're not experiencing it, we're immediately questioning yeah. whether we qualify. Yeah, you know. Yeah, 
when the reality is that we all have qualified, we've all yeah. been, it's yeah. already provided for yeah. us. And the point that you're making is that we take it yeah. in confidence. Now you take yes. it, like with Lucy, yeah, when she's at home. Now if she was at home all the time, I would expect that within a couple of days she will know, yeah, I, of course I can. Yeah, I don't point. need to keep asking Dad. He's yeah. already told me. Yeah, yeah, he's already said <laughs> And so therefore why? she just, when she's hungry, when she's thirsty, yeah. she takes whatever. And with us, it's a simple case of knowing that it's ours. Yeah. And then we take it. Yeah. And we, in other words, we've embraced yeah. it. We know yeah. it's ours. Yeah. And that's when we'll see the manifestation. Yeah. And I know that for me, and it's not all the time, but I know that my health has has improved. Yeah. And I'm getting older. Yeah. It's improved because I understand that. You've now. taken it. I've taken it. Made I know it it's mine. I've made it my own. Yeah. And there are there are moments when I I forget. Yeah. Yeah. And um, those moments are becoming less and less and less because I'm understanding, for a start off, where sickness comes from. Yeah. It doesn't come from God. No. So I know that it's the enemy trying to destroy us. Yeah. And, and therefore, James 4 verse 7, submit to God. So I'm submitting yeah. to God's provision yes. for me. Yes. I'm resisting the devil. Yes. Sickness. Yes. And it will flee from me. Yeah. When sickness knows that I know. Yeah. Really know. Yeah. It don't come knocking on my door. No. <laughs> Simple as that. It will go knocking on people's doors who aren't convinced yet. And I think the listener needs to renew their mind to this. Yes. Because there'll be people hearing this going, that just off the chart I'm afraid my brain cannot compute that well no you're right it's the, it's the spirit of your mind that has to be renewed you'll be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that's the that's the attitude of your mind it's almost like you know walking here I was thinking um, stuff we've talked about before of well we will see people following and joining us yes. now, why, are, why aren't they knocking on the door yeah. and saying Hi, Rob. Do you know, we want to sit and talk. You know, Jesus didn't have to ask people. They just yeah. followed him, didn't yeah. they? And, I, and as I was thinking about that, I thought, you, you can have that choice. And this is, this, is, this is the comparison. This is the being renewed in the spirit of your mind. So the renewed in the spirit of your mind, the minute we talk about that subject, it's like it's done. It's done. You know, uh, we don't even have to ask God for it. Oh, God, please give us these people. I believe... It's, the God's, it's God's pleasure to give us the kingdom. It's his pleasure to give us that. So we technically don't have to... That is asking, in inverted commas, knowing that it's going to happen. That's being renewed in the spirit of your mind, as opposed to we're us talking about the subject, oh, yeah, you know, it would be great to have all these people. And then the first thought is, but how? <laughs> Where? That's the carnal mind. That's the bit, that need, that's yeah. the bit of the carnal mind. Yes, it is. That's the spirit yes, of the mind, is. the attitude of the mind... It's, so it's, lim it's limiting God for starters. It is, and it's so we have to learn, me included, to take that thought, recognise it first and foremost, and do like again what we said. We take it, mm. like we have, like we have, we said the other things. We take that thought. We certainly don't mull on that, and we no. just recognise and acknowledge that that's not the truth, and it's not about us. Me no. and you are dead. Yeah. You know, in inverted commas, yeah. we're dead. The old man has gone. The old man has gone. The new has come. The new yeah. thinking is. Yeah thinking like Jesus yeah and he, he had no but he's spiritually minded not kind exactly minded. and it brings life and peace but that is a conscious decision and that that life and peace comes from trusting him yes and that's an element of it you yes know? it is it's it's believing him and you know what not believing me and you yeah it's not having faith in our no. faith it's not having faith in me because yeah. faith, faith in Rob or Rob would look you you'll let me down Right? Yes. And I'll let you down. Yeah. Sure as eggs are eggs. Yeah. But God never lets us down. Yeah. He's never let us down and he never will let us down. He you, will remain, you said it the other day, he is always faithful, even when we're faithless. You, you know you said about letting you down. Was yeah. that because you had to pay for the coffee and I didn't pay for it? 
No. Okay. I'm used to paying for the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the... Just and, it's, and, and I might add, it's a pleasure. Oh, thank you. Well, I, it, it, I, I, I have no problem taking <laughs> well, as, that provision. As you, as you said, and, and I've, I've read it before as well, when Andrew Womack has said that when, they, when he's after a, a conference, they've gone out yeah. for a meal, all of them, and, and they've been fighting over paying the bill. <laughs> well, that's my view. Because, because they know that it's giving, and yeah. blessing comes from giving. You know, yeah. and, and I and I and that's not just for the born again believer. Well, it's a principle it. of God. It's True. principle. But you like to give, Jeffrey, as well. To be fair to you, it's, oh, not, it's not just you're not giving. Just I, lo to I love to give, I, yeah. and, I, and I, I love to receive as well. I, Absolutely. We all. I think most of us find it harder to receive. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning not not to worry about oh, that actually, anymore. Yeah, that's true. And as you know, I'm, you know, now what I have. I'm comfortable with. I don't get uncomfortable about it anymore. Yeah. And um, and it's just it, you know it's what you've been talking about for ages now. It's resting in what God has done for us. You know, resting in the finished work yeah. of the cross. Resting in His love for yeah. us, which isn't based upon our performance. It's yeah. based upon His Son Jesus Christ, yeah. who did all the work for no, us. Absolutely. All we've got to do is have faith in. His son, which we have, yeah, and 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 then we we rest in that. Nothing, nothing is difficult. If anything becomes difficult for us, it's because we're not resting. Yeah, true. We're not resting in it. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are still things that are a, a challenge to me on occasions. It's a bit like, you know, the, we talked about the giving side of things, and there are. There are people that see that and then want to take advantage of it. Yeah. You know? And then how do you deal? Yeah, absolutely. With, how do you deal with that? You know? And we don't want pat answers to that question. <laughs> because, you know, if people come out on the streets and they face that face to face, then they can give us advice and counsel. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not just on the streets, is no. it? I mean, it's with, it's with, with fellow Christians, you know, yeah, of course. wherever we're going, whether it be Kenya, in the yeah. parks, or anywhere in the UK, wherever it is, it's there will be those that will take advantage. Yeah. And how many? How, Jesus suffered that all the time. Total, where he laid down. Is it in? Um, oh gosh, uh, I can't remember which epistle it was, but where. He talked about, I think it might be Colossians 2, where he talks about Jesus, what they call the kenosis of Christ, where he, he laid down all of his rights and privileges, basically. He maintained his Godhead. He was still God, but he laid down his rights and his privileges of being God, became a human, became like us, so that he could become yeah. like us and we can become like him. Mm. I mean, what? I know. Just imagine, I mean, you explained that to, say, an alien. Yeah. Say, oh, you know, we've got this God, this amazing, beautiful, powerful, all-powerful God. He becomes a human and lays down the everything. The guy that made everything. The guy that made everything <laughs> becomes the thing that he made. Yes. <laughs> and, and lays down all of his rights and privileges, knowing that at any that was, moment... Yeah, and, and that we, talk, we touched about this before. He, he became like us, and he had to learn relationship with his father yeah he did yeah <laughs> it, it it wasn't just there no good point he had to learn it 30 years Jeremy <sighs> because he had to go through all the all the issues that we go through yeah <laughs> there's nothing I mean, think yeah. about that there is nothing that man has not been challenged by that Jesus has not been yeah. challenged yes yeah how's that point. possible yeah, good point. Yeah, he's been chatting. He was tempted just like you and I. Well, yeah, you're right. It, I mean, we, we've touched on this before, but so, in other words, he's been challenged on homosexuality. Yeah. Murder. Yes. You know, everything. The list is end. Greed. Yes. Corruption. Yes. Judgment. Jealousy. 
judging people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, about the, what about the prostitute? Yeah. Caught, caught in the act pretty much. Yeah. You know, what, how, would, how would you and all the average person well, do look, that? Look how he responded when he turned to the religious fraternity and said, he, without guilt, throw the first stone. I mean, what a way to respond. Here's a point as well, Jeremy, of note. Someone's just pointed out to well, me recently. Without, with guilt, without sin. Without sin. But he drew in the sand, didn't he? Do you remember it says that? He, as, was that when they said that, that was the point at which he, he bent down and wrote in the sand, mm. and I know there's lots of speculation yeah. about what he wrote. But I think the point there that, that the writer was making was that actually he didn't just go, and blurt out something. He took a moment. He waited on God in inverted commas. I bet he did. I bet he said, help me, Father. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> True. Okay, so nothing came out of his mouth, did it? That's the point. No, he was just, he was just writing in the sand saying, what do I say well, how do I respond yeah, here, right. Father? Because either way he went, he could have been, he could have been in trouble. Jesus could yes. have been in trouble either way. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he was technically breaking the law. Yes. Which had, so he Absolutely. Could, so he could, and he was, he, he was the law and the prophet summed up how to live. Yes. So he couldn't, he couldn't just go, well, he had to answer right. So he took his time, didn't he? And just drew on that yes. wisdom that the father yes. he learned that he'd already provided for him. I only do what the father tells me to do. Yeah, so so if the father was there in body, which he was in yeah. Jesus anyway, that's what he would do. Yeah. Treat her like that. Yeah. And that's how he treats us. And yet we get this mindset in the in the body of Christ that actually, you know what? He's angry, he's merciless, he's he sends tsunami. Ridiculous. We are the ones who can stop tsunamis, Jeremy. You and I. Yeah, absolutely. Every Christian can. They have authority. Yeah. Yep. That's where the authority lies. It's not in God going, yes, you stop tsunami. Yes. We are speaking on his behalf. It's interesting you bring up tsunami because people will, will immediately say, yeah, but I mean, that's a huge thing. How, how can you be expected to stop the tsunami? Yeah. And of course, it, it reminded me of David and Goliath. Yeah. And all the soldiers, all the Israeli soldiers, must have looked at David and thought, are you joking? You know, how dare you even think that you can combat this giant yeah. when we've got, we're, we're professional soldiers, we've got the, yeah. the gear. True. Yeah. And, but he knew it, he knew his God. He knew his God, and just like Jesus writing in the, he, he looked around for the right stones, didn't he? He did. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And who knows why, what he was thinking once he was picking up the stones. I mean, I'm, this is all conjecture, but sure. he might have been saying, what do you want me to do, Father? Good point. Excellent what do you want me to point. do? And Excellent just. Point. And I, and I think that's the same with us, you know, when we're in situations where we're just at that, at that point of yeah. what do I do now? Yeah. We ask Father. Good point. The, and and it's, you know, it's that great verse, John 14, 14, if you ask anything in my name, yeah. I will do it. Yeah. He, 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 he promised he won't put us to shame. True. Good point. And we've got to believe that. Yes. And we've got to believe that he will speak to us. Yes. And he will, he, you know, you've got to believe it. Now, yeah. David didn't come to that conclusion that he could um, defeat Goliath through a 10-minute experience with God. True. That came through months of walking close with Father on his own when he was looking after the sheep, yeah. when he was defending the sheep from yeah. attacks from point. every animal he could think of. Yes, you're right. And he learned through that that his father was with him yeah. and would, would defend him. Would back up his would actions. Would back up his actions. And that's Old Testament. That's Old Covenant. Amen, yeah. And we're in a new covenant. Yeah with everything, that a better covenant. We're in a better covenant than David was in. Exactly. We are not just conquerors. What are we? More than conquerors. More than conquerors. Because the conqueror, yeah. the conqueror is someone who goes to work and beats it like David and Goliath, like David and Goliath. But we're the more than conquerors because we haven't got to do anything. No, we, because it's already been it's defeated. Already yeah, it's we already just, done. We just partake. 
we yeah. take. We just it, literally become part it's, of that. It's, we are the spiritual police force that are enforcing yeah. what has already taken place. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not law. We're not enforcing no. the law. We're enforcing no. grace. Yeah, very good. We're enforcing grace. Very good. That's the difference. Or, or who wouldn't want that, Jim? <laughs> well, because grace is nothing to do with us. Oh, yeah, well, there is that. <laughs> People do wrestle with that, I suppose. <laughs> they want to do something. <laughs> Me included at times. I want to be a part of that process, but... It's just amazing. Anyway, this is a long podcast. We ought, to, oh. we ought to complete it there. Thanks for listening to us. God bless.